1: Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety.
0: Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Are you ready to get your mind blown? One
0: angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He keep them in the
2: balls. What are you? Who are you? This, this is the Crotch Radio, <coughs> Radio, Radio Show. Crotch Radio Show. Brought to you by the my left nut.
0: This is a broadcast Show.
2: transmission.
0: We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the way you be.
2: Welcome to the Cry Child Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We're on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk, where (laughs) if you don't like it, you can fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I take no bullshits from nobodies. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different today. We're going to be talking about the lockdown. Um, we I'm fucking tired of it. You're tired of it. Let's Yeah. Um, I am calling I'm calling right now my uh special guest, Gabe Brown. He's a researcher and uh yeah, he's on now, Gabe. How's it going? What is up, brother? Uh so uh just started the show. Um, and, uh, yeah. Can this fucking well, lockdown end already?
3: can like, I'm uh, like, uh, like, <laughs> I, that, that would love for it to end, but I, more and more I'm thinking about, it. I, I think we're going to be the last stronghold. We're, we're basically ground zero of occupied territory of the United States of America. And, I think we're going to be the last state to be reopened at this point with the type of psychos running it in both New York City and, you know, the governorship.
2: Yeah. I mean, and and honestly, like I was I was reading the news and uh, it, it's like um, I read this article where people are informing on others who break quarantine. Yeah, I know De Blasio
3: was kind of calling for things like that at one point, yeah. where he had a hotline, which I guess people were sending him a, a list of photographic <laughs> images of uh, selective body parts. I might add. Yep. Um. But yeah, no, I'm hearing he wants
2: to keep this in place till possibly September. Oh, uh, jeez! So the whole summer. Stuff so like we, that. So people are gonna lose the whole summer behind it this. I mean look, and, and the thing is this this is kind of personal to me because I mean the building where I live in uh when they found out that I had covid, I mean they went nuts. I had a I had a guy on my floor fucking informing on uh, informing on me to to the authorities and I would get a fucking phone call asking me if I'm okay. In actuality, is to fucking try to scold me from uh, leaving my my jail cell. Apparently,
3: yeah. You like, should uh, you should describe what your uh, did. You, I don't know if you have talked about this before. You should describe what your whole experience was like with regard to that. I think you actually told me at one point that you were having deliveries made to your apartment that oh, yeah. never actually made it.
2: There. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I um I don't know if I said talked about this last week. But
3: yeah. I don't think you may have. Yeah. I don't. I didn't hear it last week. I'm not sure. So maybe you know. We may as well talk about it now since we're talking yeah. about the uh, occupation that we're in.
2: I mean, I I well, I was diagnosed. Do I believe I actually have COVID? I don't know. I think I'm actually cured of it. I think I got over it. Um, I do have other issues um, like allergies and asthma that freaking redeveloped in me. So, uh, so I been started doing some aerobics. Might be
3: uh, side effects of COVID. <clears throat> Unfortunate.
2: Yeah. I mean, I started well, at doing least
3: some, you're alive.
2: Yeah. I started doing some aerobics to help like alleviate that. So that way in, uh, when it starts getting warmer out there, I could, uh, start riding my, my, uh, three wheeled scooter, which right. um, involves a lot of energy and, and, you know, a lot of air and stuff to, to propel. But anyways, back to the story. Um, for the, for a while, all, like all through March, um, I was getting yelled at because, uh, I used, uh, the washing machine. I was getting yelled at for leaving to get supplies. I was getting yelled at for coming down to get uh, my packages. I was getting yelled at for getting, getting my mail. They're like, you have to stay in your room. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, don't talk to me like that. And I'm like, and when um when the management of the building called, they were like, sir, you know, they they were like, oh, what seems to be the problem, Mr. B. And I'm like, look. I'm not a prostitute. I'm not. I I don't sell drugs like some of my neighbors do. I don't do. I don't do drugs like a lot of my neighbors do. I don't bring prostitutes in here like my neighborhoods. uh, My neighbors do, and I'm not a prostitute like a like like my neighbor in. I mean, like, why am I being messed with? I'm I'm wearing my mask. I'm wearing my mask. I'm wearing my gloves. And like um, I have to get my mail I have to go get supplies I have to uh, wash my clothes Because I'm not going to sit in filth Like what am I supposed to do So on one hand They're telling you You basically
3: got to be on house arrest Like hostage
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Like it's Beirut or something and, but at the same time these people want to actually like help you out and like get your laundry or food no, or packages or whatever you need in life to survive yeah. all this mess. I mean, if I remember correctly, you told me that they even went as far as to turn people away from you when you Oh yeah, no, the I was getting,
2: I was getting to that last week and this was like this was finally the final straw. There was a happy ending. There was a happy ending. That's uh, true. Yeah. But um, I, you know, I decided I wasn't feeling like cooking. So I decided to get some takeout. Uh, the first restaurant that I ordered through Grubhub didn't uh, decided to cancel the order. I call I called them and they didn't pick up. So I'm like, OK, they must be full of shit. The second restaurant that came, he calls. He says, oh, you got to come down. And the thing is, because I have uh, I have covid, I have a special arrangement with the building, which we worked out after I freaking did like one of those silent, stern, stern speeches to the building management where you act like you're not cursing, but you could. But you're cursing them out by (laughs) by the by the intensity of the way you're speaking without having to raise your voice, which for some reason really affects people more than actually yelling and going out of control. So
3: it's very articulate mm-hmm. in the way you express your displeasure for the way that they have been treating you.
2: I wouldn't say displeasure. I would uh, say... Um, uh, uh,
3: uh, please spoken. Yeah,
2: like I would say... Um, what's that other word for it? disdain? My disdain. <laughs> that seems like a stronger word to use. My my that may utter, very well be. My other disdain from um from these people. Um because I like very
3: unbecoming of them to do what they did to you. Yeah.
2: So I, I just I personally had enough. But yeah. um when I find like so uh the the guy calls, he's like, Oh, come downstairs. I'm like, Oh, well no, I you have to come upstairs um the the security will let you up. No, he says you have to come down. What?
3: <laughs> After telling you you have to stay
2: in. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Um hold on. Let me call. And I call security and it's I and, and I know the motherfucker. Um some Jamaica this Jamaican son of a bitch. Uh he goes He goes no sec no no uh no uh delivery guy came in here. <laughs> Uh, there's no delivery guy out front, and I'm like, "Well, he's right there." He and and I'm, right I'm, the, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the, with, I'm the one with COVID, where if I have a delivery, it has to be put outside my door. And he's like, "Oh no, so, no." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Okay, now you're bullshitting me." He's like, "Okay, well, he's outside." So I call the secu- I call the delivery guy again. He's like, "Just walk in, tell him you're for t- da 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 <laughs> apartment da da da." And he'll send you right up. And he's up in like five minutes. So he wasn't nowhere near the building, you're telling me he wasn't outside. Really? He got he came he came up rather quickly. So I, I you yeah. know I finally I contacted his boss and I'm like, look, they keep lying saying I don't have a package when I do have a package like they they can they like they do that because they don't want me to they're so afraid of getting sick I guess even though I'm wearing uh, masks and gloves and the thing is uh the arrangement was if I have a package <clears throat> someone is supposed to bring it up and leave it in <laughs> front of my door N- no one does that or they do like they they want to and now and now this motherfucker is giving me dirty looks every time I leave and I'm like, okay, say something, say something. And, and, and you could go to another site where you're, where you'll be happy. Like, because <laughs> like, look, I do security too. I, I have to deal with, I have to deal with difficult people. And I'm like, wait, but I'm not acting like this. Well, I, <laughs> some of the stories you told me, you're not even remotely close to the kind of difficulty that
3: some of the people you've had to deal with over time. exactly. You're probably one of the most well-behaved guests of all compared to some of the stories you told me about. Well,
2: I don't consider myself a guest because I fucking pay rent. But.
3: That's my point. But you get my point. He's acting like you're a guest, not yeah. not a person that actually lives at this place. Yeah. So that's why I'm going with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> now you see the context.
2: I mean, it's like...
3: he uh, forgot that like, he, he works for you.
2: It's not like I fucking... Other- it's not People like, that there. yeah, I mean, it's not like it goes that like, no, you're going to provoke me. If you're going to provoke me and if you're going to fuck with me, I am going to go at your throat, like stop. Fu- and, and it takes a while. Like, okay, stop, stop, stop. Whoa. All right. And then don't get mad when I finally, when you've been fucking with me just right like and like now you're trying to stop me from eating you're trying to stop me from doing shit. so anyways uh long story well just uh long story long long story <laughs> long um i get a call finally get a call after my last talk with the with the building management about this situation i get i speak to the the head of security of the building i tell them what's been going on Uh, He, you know, uh, how I've been getting spoken to, how I'm being treated like I'm a prisoner, how I um, how I'm being uh, my 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 deliveries are being turned away or I'm being told that I don't have uh, like how I'm being lied to my face. that I don't have packages. And and like, I don't understand what I did wrong to be getting to be getting this treatment. Uh, But I would like for it to stop (laughs) or there's going to be a there's going to be a fucking lawsuit. So.
3: (laughs) So, Oh, um, man. I mean, it sounds like to me, the guy was treating you like uh, you had HIV, cancer, cancer, And leprosy all rolled into one. Yeah, you were walking a mouth.
2: Exactly, exactly. I was, I was being treated like (laughs) a. I was being treated like a fucking worse than a fucking pedophile. Yeah, I think a
3: pedophile gets more uh, respectable treatment. Exactly,
2: exactly. Like wow, you managed to to rape like a whole bunch of boys and girls. Wow, kudos. As long as you don't have COVID nineteen, you can.
3: And do all the horrible things you want. Yes, exactly. That's basically the type of attitude people are providing you, from what it sounds like.
2: Like, what the fuck, man?
3: So crazy. Yeah, everyone's losing their freaking mind so much. Yeah. Like, think about this. They have people convinced that you're like you had a death sentence, that you were going to kill everybody, you're a walking death machine.
4: Mm -hmm. So
3: much that they're convincing the public that it's perfectly acceptable to suspend their Constitution. The Mm -hmm. First Amendment doesn't exist in New York City. And this is going to have to be a way of life that's basically indefinite until further notice. I mean, it sounds like September might be further notice, which I I don't know if they have quote-unquote made official. But that's the language that de Blasio was making it sound like when I heard it on the radio today. So, I, mean, I don't
2: know. I mean, if these kids, if they don't open up these pools in June and these kids have nowhere to go and nowhere nowhere to, like, cool themselves off, I fear that that I'm going to have to start killing children because they're going to try to rob me because they'll have too much energy. And I mean well, They
3: don't have too much time in their hands too Where they're not yeah. doing Anything active They're just like uh, then they, That's when you start Getting into mischievous uh, Activities
2: I mean thank you right I
3: can, Criminal I, resolves
2: I mean thank you Give me a reason To get a legal weapon
3: <laughs> Well this Well You know We can't do that Because god forbid You have the right To self defense Yeah You know Self defense Is a criminal offense And while criminals Are let off to uh, Walk around Doing uh-huh. what they want Mm-hmm. Rob people, you know, unless you're a political prisoner, then you get to stay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you stay for four years in prison like my friend Max. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm living in a comedy skit that's, like, not funny. It, even it it's really, really it, it really
2: funny. is turning into a fucking comedy skit. And some people are, become, uh, are, are going into the dark humor, which is my personal favorite, by the way. Uh, you know, you got this guy that wants to that <laughs> that's doing uh, uh freaking wearing the KKK mask and shit. And they was- know
3: what they think was gonna happen. Like, like they I- didn't specify on what you should wear. They just said wear a piece of cloth over your head. So yeah, naturally somebody put a pointy piece of cloth over their head and now people are all upset. And he exercised his first amendment, whether he like or ate it. Even though the First Amendment's not being honored in pretty much any way, shape, or form. No. <laughs> it's out of control. I mean, I recently heard that in New York City, it is pretty much illegal to protest now. Oh, yeah. The mayor has uh, cornered off the city from protest. He has made it illegal for gatherings of any kind on basis of religion. It, yeah. The First Amendment's basically dead in New York City, other than the fact that we're having a conversation on this podcast.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it, it, like honestly. First of all, look. When it comes to the lockdown, okay, I have COVID. I will gladly quarantine myself so that way no one else gets sick.
3: Gladly, you were trying to be responsible, and you understood. Okay, I can infect people, so here's the precautions. Here's the common sense precautions I'm going to take because I actually got sick. Yeah, and he did all that and you, you were still treated like you had leprosy and AIDS and cancer and God knows what else all
2: mm-hmm. mixed in it like, and uh, some weird potion of uh, witch make like and that, you were still treated that way yeah I mean at this point like by, by my neighbors by my neighbors he's like
3: why oh, yeah, he you the people in your own building that seen and know you on a regular basis or at least you would think
4: mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be the
3: case. you shouldn't be
2: here buh, 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 buh. You yes, should they uh,
3: treat you like you literally were the walking cancer of hell was, like, like was going to destroy everything. I like, was
2: I was treated like they caught me with fucking child porn and a kid riding my cock. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah. I mean, you no, know, I, I can't right? I don't mean uh, like like, like well, no, but that that's that's re- like honestly, I might be being overly dramatic, but that's how it felt. No. That's how it felt. No,
3: I don't think you are. It it sounds like uh Somebody who may have been, the way they're treating you almost sounds like pretty close to the level people used to wear a star David that were living in the Warsaw ghettos. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, the Nazis were killing people there at times. But, I mean, it may as well have gotten to that level. I mean, they were trying to have you evicted and deported out of your own building. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean so, and, and I mean, like I told I told the guy to shut the fuck up. I told him like I finally got pissed off. I blew up I'm like shut the fuck up. Suck my dick. You want me out of here? You fucking take a swing. And of course, he just kept complaining to security and I kept looking at him like motherfucker take your swing. You're talking like the the amount of shit he was talking, the only reason why I didn't fucking jump him and kick his ass right there was I would have been the one to go to jail. 100%. They, they
3: would have blamed you and they would have found a way to blame you. And the thing is, the Mm -hmm. scary part about all this is this guy became so irrational and put him in a mode of a power trip where he thought he could tell authorities to have you thrown out of there as if he had the power to do that. And and quite frankly, what's scary is the state almost wants to get to the point in New York City where it can have the power to utilize
2: people in that fashion. Mm Mm-hmm that's a scary thought it it really is I mean it, it's and the, re, and the thing is the thing that really angers me about that whole experience was I took he was getting he was like talking to me and he was getting close and I told him look brother don't don't get close because I have COVID and I don't want you to get sick I was trying to be responsible I was 100%. I was trying to be responsible I was trying to be polite and not spread even though I was
0: Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
2: Wearing my gloves. I was wearing a mask. I was trying. And yet this dude, he he went into full-on panic mode. And I'm like... Right, he's being belligerent as hell. And it's like, okay, I caught it. I'm still alive. I'm, I'm 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 walking around. I'm still I was still getting shit accomplished that I need to get done. And, and I- like like you know the, this fucking stigma, and then you have people, you have these sons of bitches, and now they're worried about retaliation. Yeah, you should be worried about fucking retaliation. You want to inform on people? Like, oh, he was outside his house watering his garden because, and he has COVID. Yeah. he like these people might not even have COVID. And, and it's like, oh, he's outside. He's doing things. He's he's at the supermarket. He's doing this. And like, uh, somebody get the cops, shoot him <laughs> Wait a minute. Why are you outside? Aren't you breaking quarantine? How did you see him? Well, it's selectively uh, enforced because he's well and you're sick.
3: In his mind, you are uh, less of a human being than he is. Mm-hmm. And this goes to show you how, I mean, think about how rational this person was thinking. He wasn't even, he, oh. he was thinking in a whole other, like, structure of governance. Well, and he's That, the... like, if it had been a different form of government, this guy would have tattled on you. Mm-hmm. You could end up in a prison somewhere.
2: Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, he's a Burmese supporter. Like, yeah, that's like...
3: actually not really shocking. I mean, he's considering, he probably considers himself a socialist.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he, he like when when Trump was uh, when Trump was on trial for well, not on trial, but the impeachment hearing, and he's like, "Oh, Trump's gonna get impeached. Trump's gonna get impeached." And I like knew he's not, but he's like he, he's like ha 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 ha. And then when he, he was did, so
3: convinced that it was gonna happen, yeah. And, and when and it, it didn't it fell apart,
2: and when it didn't, he wouldn't even look at me. He couldn't even talk to me
3: because he he was a fool. He he actually believed a lie. He doesn't understand. That's what I mean. These people don't understand how our form of government is to exist or functions and yet they're so quick to rip it apart and call for the establishment of something quote-unquote revolutionarily new without even understanding the basic fundamental principles of the current system we actually utilize if done the way it's supposed to be in the Bill of Rights. That's scary. These people are so in favor of something totalitarian that they they hate the essence of liberty and freedom to the point where now that he, he this guy literally was on a power trip because he saw you sick and he wanted to now take revenge. He wanted to exact his revenge on you mm-hmm. because you dare defy his call for Trump being impeached when he wasn't.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and you know. He's so, like, he's so convinced Biden's gonna win Oh, Biden's gonna win I'm like, huh
3: On what planet? Yeah Planet retard? Biden can't even formulate a sentence That makes any rational sense Mm -hmm. Got to the point where The media is now formulating his sentences for him the man can't even... He doesn't know what day it is of the week, let alone where he's at from from what I gather. The man hid during the whole COVID-19 thing. It's still kind of going on, but you don't see him actively participating in society with regard to showing leadership
2: skills. So anyways, uh, we, I mean, we have... just not uh, happening. We have uh, Donna Vammy there. She's in the chat room and... Uh, she posted this. Oh, wait, wait, where is it? Where is it's it? Whether okay. brother, brother you're staying, alive. Staying, staying alive, staying alive. I used to be able to hit that high note. I can't do it no more. Yeah,
3: we'll just ask your neighbor to do it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what's... i screaming about-
3: when Trump is re just like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's like... Like, honestly, you're like, what a bitch? Like, honestly... That's what I mean? Like, like,
3: like, he gets so angry that you uh, proved him wrong that when, like, something serious happens... He thought that he's like he's going to exact his revenge because now his time to use because he figured the state government and people would be in favor of his totalitarian, authoritarian yeah. ways that they could punish you for it yeah. because you thought different. And that makes me think more and more, Louie, that these people calling for this lockdown, some, but not all. There's two categories of people: ignorant fools who are just scared, and nefarious, sinister people who want to use as a power. They, I'm convinced they're because they're so angry at people voting for Trump that they want to use the COVID-19 pandemic as a justification for punishing people who supported Trump by economically crippling them
4: mm-hmm.
3: and just doing anything in their power to just rip apart the fabric of society that we originally lived in I can be wrong but I'm just just looking at the attitude of these people I feel like that's what they're they're really seeking
2: like speaking about they're this, just
3: using this for whatever they want
2: speaking about this attitude of these people you seem to be on the fucking warpath on Facebook dude
3: yes I am <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, and i I, I, and I fully admit i am like because what? i I'm really I'm getting to the point where it's like I mean, I will let you finish. We had to say. I apologize for interrupting. Well, no, no, no. But,
2: I mean, no. I was basically saying, like, you, you seem to be like with certain people, you seem to like get into the point of violent rebellion.
3: Well, <laughs> I mean, what's happening is, how do I put this, Louis? I've been watching this unfold since before the beginning,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I've seen a pattern. What these people have been doing, the you know, these these uh, anti-Trumper people. You know, Whether you like or hate Trump There's a degree of Being civil Your disagreement about Trump And not liking the guy But not hoping the whole country collapses Because you hate him so much Mm -hmm. And then you have these type of people Who literally are so deranged That COVID-19 Is a joyful thing for them To happen Because now they can watch the whole country collapse Right before their eyes So long as they get to blame Trump 24-7
2: uh, Don now, in the chat room she says it does have the appearance of war against business business owners and taxpayers
3: well let's just say the, the, mm. the people on the left or at least whatever you want to call them I'm calling them leftoids because they, they act like weird borgish like and, your know, non-playable character drone yeah. psychos.
2: Resistance is inevitable.
3: <laughs> yeah, they really act like a
2: bunch of resistance. lunatics. Resistance is, have, is futile. No, no, resistance is inevitable, you Borg-ass motherfuckers. The,
3: the, these people act like, like certified lunatics. Huh? I mean, the, the things that they're calling for don't make any sense. Any rational person understands how functioning society operates.
2: Like, and, it kind of reminds me of that meme where there's someone riding a bike and he jams a stick in his own uh, front wheel and he falls off. He's like, damn government making me scratch up my knee. Like, wait, what?
3: Yeah, it's like it's well, it, that meme has become reality. Yeah. And, I mean, look, look, uh, there's obviously a long history we can go for here, but, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to put this very simple. Yeah. We, there was a virus, We know it came out of Wuhan, China. I mean, more and more, it looks like it came out of a laboratory. Well, that's what we pretty much thought from the beginning, because, I mean, it's the only logical conclusion one could really have if they're looking at this. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that happened. We know that the people in China were getting sick. We saw Tim Pool reports on this back in, like, December, saying this is, like, stranger than normal illness so we don't really know what's going on but this could be worse than we think and looking back at that it, tim pool was asking reasonable questions now the world health organization china was telling all of us mm. that this disease was not something that would spread human to human we were told this mm. Ch- trump's Looked at the situation. He was in contact with China, from what he says during his State of the Union, and he was setting up a pan, you know a, a task force to deal with this. He was trying to restrict traveling from China to the United States because mm-hmm. he saw some individuals may have been carrying this virus. Um, he tried to take proper steps to deal with this, not in a panicky way, but like in a calm, and rational way. Right the Democrats got pissed at him racist. while they were
4: impeaching him the
3: whole time and they had the same information he had from what I gather and they were saying that he is being racist and we need to uh, limit his ability to stop people from traveling. He had Nancy Pelosi and de Blasio going to Chinatown telling people to basically hug and kiss Chinese people for in so many ways and party it up and you know yeah couple you know, about a month and a half later, people are now getting sick in America after what we've seen in China and how this thing spread. The Democrats did everything in their power to basically make sure this thing could come here. In so many ways they denied it was even a threat, the far left and the corporate Democrats even like tried to say, Oh, this thing is not as bad as the flu, oh it's just you know, worried about nothing. It's just fear mongering. And then all of a sudden it's here and it's scaring people, and now the Democrats, everybody's blaming Trump. Of course. literally spent all their time trying to impeach the man, tell us we need to, you know, it's racist to not let this come here, and every policy that they have implemented since that point, while blaming Trump, while then engaging in trying to investigate Trump for his handling of the coronavirus, which hasn't even been concluded yet, I might add, Everything that I've been watching with these people from blocking the stimulus efforts, from getting to, you know, small businesses, to regular households, they, I, and now saying, you know, people trying to reopen the country are white racists, and that we need to and then blaming Trump because he wasn't strict enough on preventing travel into the United States from COVID-19 regions everything I've watched these people do say and think to the point where I I've got, it's gotten me to the point where I'm like, really I've had it with them. They're there. These people are in, have been and are engaged in a policy of cultural, not only cultural, but national suicide. And they, they're on a suicidal mission to literally destroy everything. They, they've shut down our economy. Trump, you know, he wasn't a authoritarian dictator and, and to the level that they wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. He even exercised allowing states' rights, which is why these governors in each state are implementing their own policy on how they want to deal with this. But of course, living in New York, as both of you and I do, yep. we have a governor and a mayor of New York City who are on a pack for suicide in, in economic, political, and socialist ways. Yeah, I mean, and they literally have done everything yeah. that is absolutely insane to me.
2: Yeah, down in the chat room she says, the death of manufacturing and fabrication through, though has been like a long drawn-out thing that I have watched over the decade and the damn, the damn NAFTA bullshit.
3: Yeah, and well, the the person making that comment that we're we're talking about a policy that's been going on for like more than half a century,
4: mm-hmm.
3: in many ways, I, I would fully agree with them. But now now it's like being accelerated. I'm seeing the most insane off the wall things you could even imagine somebody doing. It looks like something out of the Blair Witch Project, where the guy literally throws a the map in, in the water and they don't know where they're going. I feel like the people in charge of the state of New York are literally those people that are leading us to the Blair uh, Witches little house that they all get killed in. And the thing is, not only are they shutting down the economy, not only have they caused 30 million people to lose their jobs, but now they're calling for shutting down food production in certain places and other very crazy things that don't, make a hell of a lot of sense there. I would argue are on the level of the Holodomor 2.0. <laughs> I don't know if, I mean, if you're not familiar with that, I just highly recommend you, you study what the Soviets did under Stalin to create artificial famine that killed 10 million Ukrainians mm-hmm. during the early 1930s. That's, I, that's like never touched upon in history class. But it was a very real thing, and 10 million people died. And the people who think it's so brilliant to shut down our food productions and to basically shut down all kinds of uh, industries don't understand that they're literally creating a situation, a scenario, where if this is implemented and continued for the next few months, you could see food shortages that could translate into starvation for millions of
2: people. I mean, uh, you know, another thing that's happening in New York that that could, like, loosely... Um you know, uh, relate to what you just said. New York City started shutting down the subway y- yeah for cleaning whoops fucking ABC for cleaning and like okay, now you care about cleanliness like why don't you do something about the stinky bums that fucking take up a whole cart because they smell like they're dead. Well, like, they are dead. Yeah, I mean, they're, it's they're, like they're, they're
3: the Walking Dead.
2: Like you're so you so you're so uh, fucking concerned about cleanliness. Like, and it shuts down at a certain time. And I, I'm thinking, as someone that has worked the overnight shift or worked the late night shift, I would be screwed. I would be screwed. You're shutting it down at one. There's That's still pe- what I'm saying. There's still they're, a lot pretty, of. It, it's martial law. Yeah. It,
3: of. of, of, of of, like, a low-level form. Yeah. But the point is, they, they've suspended the First Amendment. There's no protests allowed. There's no mm-hmm. um, gathering or assembling. And the only thing that you really have that you can use is your freedom of speech with your voice, although that's changing, too, in many ways, because you have no platform to be heard. So you, could, you and I could speak on the Internet until they fully totally censor it, which yeah. they're attempting to do. Of course. The, these leftoids are calling to have Chinese-style censorship of the Internet. And they're saying the Chinese are right, the Americans are wrong. And we need this type of language because we have to follow the World Health Organization's narrative on how we should tackle this. And these people who are saying we need to have our whole society shut down for two years so they can generate a vaccine. Of some sort I'm, to uh, and inject us all with.
2: Yeah, here's the and here's the funny thing, like they, you know, why can't they? When it comes to like freedom of speech, like look as someone that gets called a nigger, a fucking uh, Hindu or whatever, Middle Eastern, uh, you know, on, on the internet when I when I try to do a bit um, on a video chat site, which. Honestly, maybe we should do. We I should pull that up now and see what we who we find, so you could at least listen to the shit. But um, that could turn into some interesting uh, yeah.
3: on air radio for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, but,
3: uh, I've, I've seen some of the videos you're talking about. Man, it's wild stuff.
2: Yeah, but
3: um but i I will say this though. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm getting very. um it's a little crazy on my uh, Facebook page yeah, because I've been following this stuff for a while now mm-hmm. and these people, and I get some of these people responding to my comment threads mm-hmm. telling me I'm a liar, I don't know what I'm talking about, and that, oh, you're just selfish. You just, you're standing, you have a corporate interpretation of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't even care. They're calling for the, the suspension of the Constitution, martial law type powers and shutting down business and basically food production. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I'm getting to the point where I'm pretty much drawn the line, where this is not acceptable. This is unacceptable policy proposals by these insane lunatics. And if this is what's being done on a state level, could you imagine these people becoming elected president of the United States and doing this federally? Could you imagine what our society would look like if this policy was implemented federally? There would be there would be I think
2: we'd be be in full blown revolution mode. Well I I, you would hope. You would at least hope I, I would hope. I would like honestly, I'm getting to the point. I'm I'm annoyed that I have like For, like, if I go food shopping, I gotta be online for 15 minutes before I could get into the goddamn place to to do my shopping where there's nothing. (laughs) Like, honestly, like, if people, if this doesn't wake people up to the dangers of socialism, I don't know what will. Because honestly. This This is a 30 day trial of communism. And
3: I'm telling you, I want a freaking refund.
2: Yeah. Like uh, like, bread lines are a good thing. No, not when not when you got shit to do. Like I like I I got I got shit to do. I don't got time to be waiting and and waiting and waiting and waiting to to pick my shit up and buy shit. And then oh, it's not that. Like I called you the other day. I went uh, I went food shopping. I go to Target because their prices are very reasonable. Not to, not to plug Target, but a lot of times when it comes to their groceries... Well,
3: they're a multinational conglomerate that just so happens to be able to afford to make prices as cheap
2: as they are. Yeah. So, you know what? So, yeah, it's yeah. naturally going to cause people to gravitate towards them. <laughs> I understand that. Like, honestly, when, when you could get, like, a pasta pasta and and pasta sauce for a dollar each practically and get a loaf of bread for a dollar each. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to go and take advantage. But like now, now, but I noticed like all the meat was gone. All the the, other other ingredients that I used to make uh, to make my dinner were all sold out. Yeah, I go to the supermarket down the block. They still have everything.
3: Well, that's just it, Louie. It's the other thing. This pandemic Mm -hmm. is actually, you know, all these idiots that are attacking me on my page, they're like telling me I'm for the corporate narrative or whatever the heck they have in their demented mind that's convincing us. The funny thing is, this COVID-19 pandemic has actually benefited multinational corporations.
4: For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided exceptional care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to give children and healthcare heroes a reason to believe this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday.
0: At Jaguar Land Rover Tysons Corner, Increased Business has created a unique opportunity for experienced auto technicians. Right now, they're offering a comprehensive compensation package, including up to $60 flat rate hours, exciting longevity bonuses, and more. Come work with an incredible team in their state-of-the-art brand-new facility. Give them a call for your rate assessment at 877-396-6766 or visit them online at LandRoverTysonsCorner.com at LandRoverTysonsCorner.com
3: Operations in, in terms of like monopolizing the market where small businesses have been shut down. Mm-hmm. So this is actually helping the corporate global elite that these idiots accuse me of being basically a shell for. I'm the one calling it out, if anything. That's why I get, you know what it is? I get, I get people hounding me all the time about this. So that's why I'm like going crazy on my page, like just I'm just calling them the leftoid idiots at this point, like the the the, the lockdown psychos.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm just calling them out and I'm pointing out that your policies are suicide. You're insane. And I'm not afraid to say that. I, I'm, I think the whole country needs to be reopened. I know that some people will be like, oh, but people are getting sick, this and that. Well, I don't know. The evidence is suggesting to me that the media is lying to the public and they're exaggerating cases of COVID-19. Not to say that there weren't real cases. You're living proof that it obviously existed. But, I just, you know, I just heard today from Tim Poole, who was did a video about how CBS put fake news up, how the, they basically did a story in a hospital that made it look like it was smaller than it actually was, where they had fake COVID-19 patients like online, mm-hmm. there wasn't, they weren't actually real people with COVID-19. It was just, it was just to inflate the numbers of what it looked like on, on a video. So we don't even know if the half the cases are even real. Well, the numbers from what I saw, like probably two weeks ago almost or a week ago was suggesting that instead of 16, 17,000 people it was really 11, 12,000 people mm-hmm. that were died from COVID, not and the other five or four or six, whatever it was, was just uh, assumed COVID-19. But it wasn't confirmed. And then two days later, I look on TV, and they're saying 18,000. So they're continuing the lying numbers.
4: Mm.
3: And it turns out we didn't even need, need the ventilators because t- it doesn't actually do anything to save you.
2: No, I so heard it like, actually kills it's you.
3: More insane. Mm. I heard it actually. They're crazy. And they're making me crazy. Hmm. I, I, I'll be damned if I let these people I, – I, I've already gotten a preview of how they're going to run our society. I refuse. If it, it, it gets to the point where we have to actually live under these, like, crazy rules, we, I feel like we're living hostages in our home who are basically told that – you know what it is? It was like I was saying the other day. I don't know if I told you this. I told somebody this. These people who believe the lockdown has to be done – The way they look at policy and how it should be run is based on personal preference. What does that freaking mean? I'll tell you what that
4: means. Mm -hmm.
3: That means if I like something, it mandatorily has to be imposed upon you. And if I dislike something, it has to be deemed illegal, banned, or not allowed. So if I don't like certain speech, got it going. Bye. I don't like that gun. All guns have to go. I don't like it. I like that health care system. Everyone's forced to pay it. These people have yeah. no standard other than personal preference. And if they think that, oh, my God, I'm afraid of germs, I gotta, I gotta basically want to be a hermit who's antisocial who doesn't even do anything, then the whole society has to be held hostage and locked down. These are mentally ill people that should have no position to run pe- other people's lives. And that's why it's so frustrating to me and like aggravating to me, because I feel like that is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a dysfunctional, mentally ill group of people telling us that we have to shut down our whole society because they're afraid of getting sick.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I, I I just can't stand that either. Is like, oh, I don't like it. It means, like, I don't like your choice to to have guns. I don't like your choice of humor. I don't like your choice this. So you need to stop. Like Karen, shut the fuck up. Like I don't to, I don't believe policies should be run based on my
3: personal preference. I have my personal preference. Yeah. I do it at home. I don't think it should be
2: legislated on anybody. Exactly. Like Personally. the same. But the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, they uh, with the same voice, they'll say, "We, we, you shouldn't legislate what someone does in the bedroom." Like, wait, what? So I can't have a gun to protect myself, but uh, Chuck and Buck could suck and fuck. What? 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 I gotta be okay with that. I can't because
3: regulate that, that. people haven't. They, you know what, they don't think, they haven't thought through what exactly they want. I'm convinced by that more than ever, just, be, just by seeing how they're running things. And again, this is not even being done on the presidential level. We're, we're like, in the heart of it, where it's the, like, the most, like, corrupted and screwed mm-hmm. up as it can be. Like, that's why, we're, like, we're feeling the worst of it, we, even though we have, you know, a president that's, like, not even as terrible. That's the scary part. Like, I can only imagine if the country was run by these people, like, uh, on a federal scale. And it's getting to the point where I honestly, I just hope that all the states outside of New York and California decide that they're fed up with these shutdown orders. And they all show up and they protest and they stop this crap. And they send a strong message that the economy is going to be reopened. And that we're going to reopen our society like, and find because we've already, we did what these people learned. We, I mean, we gave honestly, them all the time they needed. Yeah. That time has come and passed. We learned what we needed to learn on how to effectively deal with this problem. Mm-hmm. So it's time to live life again. And these people are yeah, like talking I mean, about permanent shutdown for our lives. Like, and this is insane. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, for real. I need to get a fucking haircut, man. I'm looking like a fucking wolf. (laughs) Like, honestly, uh, not even a wolf. I'm being too nice to myself. I'm looking like a fucking grizzly. I I went outside to go get some meat, and, and, you know, some people were trying to feed me some salmon, and uh, other motherfuckers were trying to, like, tag and bag me and make a rug on my ass. They thought
3: you were an escape zoo animal from the
2: Bronx (laughs) zoo. No, no. I'm a Bronx bear, son. Like, yeah. if you understand what I'm saying? That's why it's like <laughs> this, that's kind of why I'm like
3: some people probably not. see them going off the deep end in my writing on Facebook because yeah. it's the frustration of just seeing mentally ill people leading us towards a path of where yeah. within two months you I've never I I don't think we would see this in our lifetime, but 30 million people within a month or two lost their jobs.
2: Yeah. I mean, You're the on, only, the two only mile way. Mile long food lines. Yeah. I mean, the only way this is going to stop is if businesses themselves say, fuck it, we're reopening.
3: And it, you know what? That is happening in yeah. certain places. And you know what? The governors or government in certain places are having people arrested for. Literally trying to provide for their family yeah. because they opened up their business again when they were told they're
2: not allowed. Hell, it, like in New York City, there, uh, cops were beating up people for not social distancing. Like, wait, what? How are yeah. you? How are you beating the crap out of people for going to a boy They got to get shit. Like, come on. That, like that, that. That to me that, hearing, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Exactly. And I'm hearing crazy stories where they're actually high. Like considering, like, locking
3: up information on COVID-19, like, actual numbers in certain places, if I, I forget what the article was reading, like, the full extent, but it sounded like they're, it almost sounded like on par with the level of, like, the Battle of Athens in Tennessee Mm. in, like, 1946, Mm. where, I don't know if you're familiar with that story. No, no, I'm not. But... Oh, well, well, let me tell you a little history lesson here, mm-hmm. which I encourage anybody listening to this to research for themselves. Basically, there was this town called Athens, Tennessee, that had a corrupting family who was in control of the politics of that town, and they were all politicians to the point where they were fixing the numbers from, mm. for elections, from what, or at least that was the uh, perception that people had. Eventually, people got fed up. These veterans who served in World War II when they came home, they got so fed up, they actually went out, got arms, mm. guns, that is, went to where the votes were being held in these ballot boxes, went into the damn place armed with sheriffs there at the building and said, we're taking these boxes and we're going to count these ourselves. And they did. They actually had an armed rebellion to take those ballot boxes back from these corrupted sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually the National Guard showed up. But these guys were attacked by the National Guard. They were they were actually uh, considered heroes and commemorated. They have a plaque mm-hmm. talking about their story. But it is the right of the people to do this. This is not a weird thing. This is weird to people now because they don't even know about the story. Mm-hmm. But it, you can go on YouTube. You can watch videos about it. You can read the history of it. This happens in... 1946, this is not that this is a long time ago, but not that long ago. No, this was in the 20th century. And I'm going to tell you, if this is getting to the point where they're going to keep this place shut down indefinite, I'm not wanting to call for violence. And it does not even have to be violent, but the people are going to have to stand up and say that we've had enough and we're not
2: going to accept this anymore. And that's the thing. If no and one is it's paying... going to have to be done in states where people are legally allowed to carry arms. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, if there's no one working, who's going to pay taxes to provide all these social programs?
3: Like, what, well, That's uh, why it's driving me nuts. These people think the answer to everything is handing them money. Well, if there's no production of food, no transportation of goods, then what is your money going to buy Yeah. if there's no supplies to buy? In other words, I'll give you a simple story that mm-hmm. I think everybody can understand. Let's just say I go to a bar. I want a I want a Budweiser. Oh. I ask the bartender for a Budweiser.
2: Budweiser.
3: And the bartender tells me uh, we don't sell Budweisers. They don't make those anymore. Mm. And I'm like, uh, here, here's 100 bucks for one. Give me a Budweiser. It was like, no, you don't understand. We don't we don't have those. You no. can't buy something that's not in our possession. So the point of that story is you can you can have a $1,000, you can get a $12,000 a month stimulus check by these socialists if you really wanted to do that. And that $12,000 is not going to purchase you an item that is not in possession of a location you're buying stuff from. You're not going to be able to get the food you want. You're not going to be able to get the provisions you need because all the process of making that stuff has been shut down. This is why this policy drives me insane Yeah, with these people, because they're literally setting up a path of self-destruction and suicide, and they're too stupid to realize it. And they think we're crazy. That's why this is crazy to me. And that is why I think um, at some point, if something doesn't give, a Battle of Athens 2.0 type scenario is going to have to happen.
4: Yeah, and it's I'm not gonna...
3: saying people got to show up and start shooting guns at everybody. But what I am saying is a mass population around the entire country is really what's going to have to happen, Louie, I think. I think that all the states outside of New York and California are going to have to basically gather and reopen the economy to because that's really what's going to have to be done. And they're going to have to back the people in New York that want to do that same effort here because, unfortunately, we live in a state where we've pretty much been disarmed. We've been told we don't have a First Amendment right to uh, peacefully assemble or even protest, for that matter, the very psycho lunatics taking our society to help. So we're going to need help from everybody outside the state of New York to help the people in New York who are under occupation by lunatics and insane people to help jumpstart our economy and get us back on track.
2: Like me, I, I, I'm like not to put this out there, but I'm about to just uh, start calling my doctor to force him to to medically clear me so I could go back to work. Because this is get this is fucking nonsense already. Like okay, I, yeah, I understand. Like I mean, I I can't I can't anymore. I can't you know either that or I lie and say no I'm not coughing, but. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't yeah. laugh at its I'm, I'm dealing with wackiness to the point where it's like, I don't know. Th- this is like almost unreality at this point. It this really is. Make, like, nothing these people do or say it makes sense to me in any rational or logical way. If our society, like, I'm convinced mm-hmm. these people have never run a business, never grown food, never built a, a, a structure in their life for the hammer. And if they have and they think these policies are, are sane, then they are totally insane. They're either ignorant and insane or just insane. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's why it's so infuriating and frustrating to me that I'm watching this unfold. Yeah. Because this doesn't have to be this way. We can fight this virus without doing it in the way that these people have told us we have to do it. It's like, not, Look, I the, would... the
2: way they're asking us to do it is not going to work. Yeah. I mean the way the way I you know the way I see it is like look I'm I'm in quarantine that's understandable I have the virus I stay you in quarantine You got
3: sick you took the precautions to yeah. make sure that you got better or are in process of getting better so you don't get others sick So yeah.
2: healthy people healthy people should be able to go outside if you are if right. you are a person with a uh, an. a uh, a compromised immune system, elderly. No, you stay in. You stay it's in. It's encouraged that they stay
3: in, but they have a constitutional right to risk their life if they mm. feel the need to leave. Yeah.
2: Like if me. They,
3: if they feel mm. that it's okay, you know, they don't care if they die, which is their choice, Is a libertarian way of doing things. Yeah. And so be it. What I think the policy should be, and hear me out, mm-hmm. look, anybody who's afraid of getting sick, mm-hmm. stay home. Yeah. You know you don't want to work that's fine that's your choice choice but you stay in if you're concerned about getting sick and those who want to work mm-hmm. run their business live their life let them go do that stuff accordingly
2: yeah can i get a you fucking lock haircut
3: yourself down while society remains open
2: mm-hmm.
3: i think that sounds more sane it like. does I mean, granted, the argument would be like, oh, well, they're going to spread the disease. Well, you know what? These people consented to risking their lives to live their life. Right. And they have the right to do that, whereas you have the right to lock yourself in quarantine in your home and not do anything other than survive at home. You have a right to do that. But what they've actually done was the exact opposite. They decided that we have to shut down everything including the means of survival Mm -hmm. that the human race needs, such as food, water, shelter, they've made sure that people who are perfectly healthy are now out of work and can't do anything, Mm. which is actually going to be the worst thing because that's going to make them sick. So they did just like, but this is what they do with everything. Like I said earlier, they base policy on personal preference. I don't like that gun so animal. Nobody can have it because I don't like it.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, what happens to the idea of, okay, you volunteer not to own it because you don't like it. Somebody who likes to own it should be able to own it because they like it. You don't. You don't own it. You don't like it. Somebody likes it, let them own it. But that's not how these people envision policy. They think policy should be done the way they want it. So if somebody has a crazy idea and says, I don't like food, then we should ban food. Should everybody be forced to suffer because of that? I say no. I say absolutely hell no. (laughs) But I I think you're getting my point and why I'm so frustrated with these people who argue with me and and who think that shutting down everything is more an idea. Because it's really not It's a pathway to suicide I mean it really is I don't know how long This is going to be And the people running things are just It's almost literally like What happens You remember the Empire Strikes Back
2: Yes of course
3: Yeah what did Darth Vader tell Lando Calarizia Pray I don't alter the deal Any further Ah. something along the lines of that. He kept changing the deal. He First, he wanted him to do this, and he wanted him to do that, Then he was just going to take Han Solo out of the city when he told that Calarizzi, you know, they would take care of you know Leia and all. the. But you get my point. Yes. They just keep change, altering the, the deal to the point where, you know, they're telling us that we should pray they don't alter it any further.
2: Yeah, of course, yeah.
3: Well, I'm done with their deal because I never signed on to it to begin with. <laughs> their deal sucks. We we were nice enough to let them fucking try it for uh, you know, a couple weeks to a month. We were like, all right, maybe there's something really going on here. We'll give them a chance to do this. Let's see how it works. Let's get data. Because that's what you do. Yeah. We, I think we learned enough of what we needed to learn. I think it's time to take what we know, utilize it, and reopen shit. But that's me. That's my personal thought on it. I just I don't like the fact that these people can shut down everything and it can literally affect the food chain to the point where people might starve. And it affects it so much to the point where people are out of work. 30 million people. It might even be more now. That was like a week ago when I heard that number.
2: So basically, this is what they want, uh, want uh what Democrats always wanted. So that was like, oh, look, look, Trump has 30 million people, blah, 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 but we won't let him reopen the economy because he wants to kill us. Like, that's the, that's, the, that's the play they'll make. Well, they just keep
3: saying we're so selfish to want to go to work. It's the corporate agenda to have people go back to work. It's like people... Own their own businesses, they want to go back to work.
4: Yeah. It's corporate. Or, or, or they...
3: there's people who love working. Yeah. The, the, these people are lazy. People are so upset that people would love working. Like, to some degree, I mean, I know a lot, like this guy, a neighbor of mine, was telling me, like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he works for himself. He's an independent contractor. He builds houses, from what I can tell. He's a carpenter. This guy's been building his own house for about 15 years. He paid for it out of pocket, I think. Well, he's concerned because of all this stuff that he told me the other day that because of what's going on, he's concerned he may not be living in this house next year.
4: Yeah, And
3: he's going to lose everything that he ever worked for. This guy built himself up with his own bare hands. And now he's going to lose everything he ever worked for because of these insane policies. And that's not just the one guy. There's probably other people just like that. I, I know people that own their small businesses. I know a bar owner who hasn't been open in almost three months. I that's he, it, the overhead for him to run that place is about twelve thousand dollars a month. Mm. Well, by the time he's uh, reopens, assuming that could be next month, he's going to be thirty six thousand dollars in debt mm. because he didn't run his bar for three months. You think he's going to make all that money back? No, of course not. Not not right away. No. That's a serious loss. That's a hit to his business. And that's just a regular small business guy. I I can tell you story after story of what I'm hearing from people. Some people are are surviving this
2: because they're able to, (laughs) but A lot of small business owners. They're, they're well, hungry. I'm getting tired of, like, all these, like, wealthy, like, celebrities. Like, stay indoors. Like, yeah, you could stay indoors in your fucking place. Those
3: are the people who can afford it. Not the small yeah. business guys who literally, yeah. they need to make their, and you know, they need to make what they make at the end of the month. He needs to make over $12,000 before he starts making a profit.
2: Mm. Do you understand what that must be like? Sure there probably sometimes he just doesn't get paid because he not only he has to pay his workers before he before can pay Or he's himself. breaking
3: even.
4: Yeah.
3: He's got to pay workman's comp. There's a lot of overhead. People don't understand. They never ran a business of their own. They're not going to yeah. understand. I mean, my stepfather ran his own business. I was around him for years, so I swore with the kind of overhead he dealt with. He had workman's comp. He had all sorts of insurance. He had payroll to deal with. He had to make sure guys were paid. Even if He paid those guys out of his own pocket. He, he sometimes, he didn't make any money that week, but all the people that worked for him did because that was the kind of guy he was. He was actually an honest, legitimate guy trying to do the right thing by the people that worked for him. They're all his family as far as he was concerned. But that's what I mean. Like, these, these people are saying we got to shut down society. They don't understand the people they're hurting on a small business scale. They, they're like, oh, this bailout just—it's just giving the corporate people greed. It's like, yeah, these small businesses or
2: corporations too, and you're hurting them. Yeah, man, the corporations that are ruining America, ruining the soil, and killing, killing the African dung bee. Oh goodness, the murder hornets are gonna die because of the corporation. That should that's probably gonna be the next reason for a fuck for the fucking lockdown. Once the once the fucking COVID nineteen fraud has been like melted away. It's like, oh, no, it's the bees. The bees are going to well, come kill you know, us.
3: Funny. There are already memes of that going around. No. They already have memes of that out there. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, yeah, this is uh, this is getting insane land stuff. But, um, yeah, like I'm saying, I know a lot of small businesses that hurt by this. And I, I've seen it in these people who want to keep this lockdown. I'm convinced none of them have ever run a business in their life or even been around people who have. They don't understand this.
4: Hmm.
3: And they, they, these people are, like I said, this is a path towards suicide. This is not the same logical and rational way to deal with this problem. So, you know, when, what are we supposed to do when we hit, we're we being held hostage in society? Hmm. It's, um, it's not a good direction to go in. And I, I think the solution is people who are outside of New York and California need to get together. And you need to organize reopening efforts and try to come up with good national solutions on dealing with COVID-19 at the same time. So, so I'm not just calling to open things up and not be safe. I'm saying we need to like find a way to facilitate both things where we can do both and not have an issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like you said, we know you got sick, but we also know that you took precautions to deal with the issue. Mm-hmm to try to prevent the spread of this. And if that's the case, that you're in a situation where you're, you know, you're doing that society should help you you know, provide the things you need it, you need from it in order to sustain. That's what, that's what needs to be done. I'm not, you know, calling for some kind of socialized system per se, but what I am saying is, what we should do in return for the people who are sick, that like, you know, we can help, mm-hmm. we should try to help provide them the things they need so that they don't have to go anywhere.
4: Right.
3: While we maintain this, our economy continues, our jobs exist, and, you know, those the people that aren't sick, those are the people, you know, that need the help. It's totally understandable. Yeah. But the method yeah. these people are going about is just not making sense. Right. No. no. Not one bit. And I think I think it's a path towards suicide personally. And that's why it's so frustrating to me. Right.
2: So anyways. Yeah, it really is. Anyways, we've been going for an hour and ten minutes. Maybe I w yeah. I got I got nothing left to say, do you? Well,
3: um I don't wanna end on a downer note. Right. I'm just saying we gotta come up with solutions on what we can do to Fix things, so to speak. We got, we got to realize plans that not working. We got to start brainstorming ideas on what we can do to make things work. I think some of the stuff that we've talked about addressing those problems will at least help brainstorm
2: ways that we could come up with solutions that will help us. Well, here's here's an idea. How's about we um? How's about we look into uh, that doctor's death here in America that he was so close to a breakthrough of identifying the COVID uh, virus on a on a cellular level, and he was he got killed. Did you hear about that?
3: You know, I think I did. As a matter of fact, and all I know is all roads lead to China in the New World Order. Yeah. With regard to where this all came from and what's, why it's attacking us the way it is, I
2: mean, I, i've been um, hearing I've been hearing a lot of talk about people sh- like they they want war with China now. We like honestly, I like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, fuck it, let's pull our troops out of the Middle East and send and 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 have them at least chill here to watch our backs.
3: <laughs> he, uh I mean, it, China's very tricky situation they are propping up venezuela they're involved with iran they're involved i mean even russia to an extent is involved mm-hmm. with them they are the epicenter of the new world order and they are the future economy of the world if uh it, it's just that's a whole other show in itself just talking about the the power that china as a puppet state wields mm-hmm. through the new world order they are the synthesis of the Communist Capitalist Conspiracy that General Griffin talks about in one of his documentaries. They are, I mean, China is the key to all of what the New World Order is about. we got to brainstorm solutions. I think the solution is trying another approach to this COVID-19 thing and not shutting down food production. Mm-hmm. We have to reopen the economy I mean, that, in places that...
2: where the infection is not Severe. I mean, if, if not, if not a we military, will be severely destroys a country. I mean, if not a military uh, action against China, we need to do an economic action against China. Because well,
3: I've but... argued, I, I've also argued this. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about spending stimulus money. Yeah, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I figured, you know, hell, if The government's going to spend so much money. You know what they should have done was, you know, one of the things they should have done with the money is they should have basically created factories all in the country paid you know workers whether union or non-union mm-hmm. to build the factories have these companies bid on these factories and then the government should offer them a deal saying look you won't have to pay taxes for like three years uh, as long as you hire American workers to produce American goods in American factories that would uh, that would basically eliminate the unemployment problem in this country. That would eliminate the dependency on China if 90% of our products are no longer made there, like they are now. Right. And we just made our own stuff. I think in the long run, yeah, we'd be in a serious mass of debt. But at least it would be debt that would have been a long-term solution that we would eventually get out of, as well as having a means to uh, produce things here and protect jobs. I mean, no company in their right mind would want to deny taking that offer no country could compete with us if we did that to our own companies. And I think it would turn around things a lot, mm-hmm. but that that's a solution. I at least propose if we're going to spend that kind of money Right. because at the end of the day, China is still going to produce our goods. We're still going to be in, you know, slaves to in so there's many ways if we don't do something like that. So I think economic protectionism is necessary right now. And, we need to batten down our uh, the hatches on the borders. We can't let these uh, potential diseases cross our borders anymore.
2: No,
3: with the illegal alien population. So I mean, I, I mean, think people d- are going to start looking at our the things that you or I
2: talk about, and maybe in a more serious way than they ever have before. And yeah, and not even like, and not even consider the racist thing. Uh, like they, they, like no, they, I, they, it really isn't. It's like because I, the argument I kept making is like, oh, that just, oh, that's myopic. That, the the way you argue is my, I, because I, I ask people, do you lock your door? Am I allowed to just move into your house without you knowing or without your, house is your country?
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, anybody entering your country illegally, that's a big problem. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care whether you're from Mexico. You know, El Salvador, England, Ireland, yeah. Germany, England, wherever the hell Korea. you're from. I don't care if you're here illegally. If you're here illegally, we're gonna have problems. I don't care if you can speak English and you look like me. I don't care. You're a
4: You're
3: a family, and you don't have to think you still have to send these people here illegally. They want them to be, class they want them to be right, dude.
2: You're cutting in and out really bad, dude. Can
3: okay, you hear me now? Barely. That's weird. How about now?
2: Yeah, now you're good.
3: Yeah, that was weird. What I was saying is they it's like they the, the, the people on the, the left, they, they want these illegal aliens coming here as second class citizens with no future. Like, they don't have the same rights we have. They don't have the same benefits. They're not part of the American family. It's like they're they're only good enough to be second-class citizens. What kind of friend or ally is that
2: to you? I I would consider that insulting. And and, and on another note, I mean, they're running here instead of making shit better in their own country doing the work. Well, that's part of the reason why it's a problem, too. I mean, when the shit hits the fan here, because you know what? It's going to happen there's going to be a time where well, it's we're already happening. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about worse. I'm talking about when, when people can't pay for their Hulu or their Netflix, when they're starving and they, they, they really can't go back to work. Cause they want to have this fucking lockdown last for two years. How the fuck are people going to survive for two years? There's going to be fucking the, the tent cities, the tent cities. Because, Holy because shit. They're going crazy
3: to be people because crazy people know how to run society.
4: Mayor Louis. Yeah.
3: And we're going to be at the mercy of these crazy people and what they think we should be
2: doing. Mm-hmm.
3: And you know what I say? The hell with that. I'm not going to be living on.
2: This yeah, town. no, fuck that.
3: Because I will be out in the streets in organized Asian fashion, and I will organize what I have to organize in order to survive whatever these morons want to bring to our freaking mm-hmm. lives. I guarantee that. I mean, this whole... And I, I refuse to starve again. I've yeah. done it. I know what starvation's like, and it's not fun. Yeah. I mean, this 90, th- for three- I I used to go without eating food three to four times, you know, four days at a time mm-hmm. in the past. I'd never do that again. People have no idea what that's like. I mean, no, especially
2: when you have these farmers and, and all these like uh, the 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 these food producing uh, places, that, uh, also known as farms. Why didn't I just stop at farms? I'm an idiot. Uh, you know that 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 grow so much food that they have to throw it away. Instead of maybe... Well, maybe, this is why yeah. I'm calling this to Hala Devor 2.0
3: in motion. The 10 million Ukrainians starved to death. They had silos full of food rotting away that they could have fed the people if mm-hmm. they didn't. That's like... We have all these tremendous food resources. They're just getting squandered.
2: Yeah, and they're, it's they're, ridiculous. They're rotting in a fucking field. I mean... This is why I've been trying to get someone who, who um who practices because like honestly, I, I would like to get into doing that and, and get free free rescue. I free. hear you
3: on that. And you know what? I think there's another solution. We need to get people to start producing farms again. Yeah. We gotta start producing food ourselves in this country. We we can't depend on having to transportation to bring food to us. We're gonna mm-hmm. have to make it ourselves. Yeah. More people if everybody had a garden in their yard or whatever it is or some place, we could at least, you know, limit our dependency on outside food. I know it's not easy for everybody, but there's got you know, if we can get people together and find designated locations where that could be done, at least we could get through this. But I know how the mayor doesn't want people socially gathering to do such things. But again, it may not matter because as long as the people in the rest of the country stand up and say we're no longer accepting this, mm-hmm. maybe New York will have a chance at doing the same if we have the backing of all the other states to support. Us.
2: You know, but this is the thing. I'm sorry, and, and, and it, you know, it's going to sound racist if this came out your mouth, <laughs> But it wouldn't be, but honestly, with with New York City, with the heavy concentration of non uh non uh, English speakers, that that you know that rely that that have been brainwashed to constantly relying on the Democrats, which is part of the reason why you know they're they're so strong here because the fucking Republicans here don't, don't do any type of minority outreach
4: useless.
2: yeah, they're completely useless, but I will tell you first, they're not going to, they're not going to fight the government because a lot of the countries where they come from, you, they, they still have that. If you fight the government, you're going to die. And it's like, well, you know, and, and honestly, I even have family, you know, that, that are here and they're on government assistance. Because, you know, they're, they're old, they're elderly, and, you know... That's all they got. They, that's all they got. So it's like, all right, well then, fuck.
4: That's
3: what I'm saying. We got to start brainstorming solutions. And like I said, if we're going to be dealing with food shortages,
4: mm-hmm. it's in the
3: best interest now of people taking up the idea of, like, growing, you know, produce. We Everybody should try to do that, if they can And if they can't, they should get together people that can. Even if they got to do it in secret. Because I know, you know, even if they got to go out of the city to do it. Because New York City just sounds like a death trap waiting to happen. Yeah. I mean. I mean, there was a report, like, back in 2016 said New York City would be the least survivable city out of all cities if a zombie apocalypse took place. Of course. It ranked at the lowest of the low, like, rate of survival. And you're now witnessing that in the real world through a food pandemic, essentially. So there's obviously some truth to that statement. So I don't know. There are solutions. We brainstorm them. I think as uh, more shows progress, we're going to have to brainstorm solutions. But those are some of the ones I recommend now. Just, you know, people might have to start making food. If we do see the situation where food shortage become a real thing. Yeah, urban gardens. Yeah, take, that's the only insurance policy I could think of that actually makes sense. So, I just those are ideas I'm putting out. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. I hopefully that left the show with a, a much more positive uh, ending point rather than you know doom and gloom. Yeah. Not what I was trying to present, but, you know, unfortunately, we're dealing with psychos. And they want to take away our good nature and destroy us. And I'm I'm, I'm refusing to give in to them. I I refuse to consent to their insanity. Uh I'm going to produce what I need to produce to help myself and my family and my friends. Because that's all we can do right now. And we should. So, yeah.
2: You know me; I'm always trying to do something good. Yep. All right then. So, so apparently, yeah. ap- well, oh, don't uh, let's not end on doom and gloom. <laughs> but uh, apparently, there's a there's a new strain coming that's gonna hit kids. Yay! <laughs> well, honestly, if, if if you listened to the show last week, I was shitting on Gen Z. So. I don't know. I'm kind of (laughs) torn. Anyways, I like to thank everyone for listening. Um, Big shout to Dan Van Meter for listening. And also, also, I like to give a big shout out to Bernard uh, Bernier for retweeting the show. Uh, Please like, comment, subscribe on however and share. Definitely share like Bernard did. Thank you. Shouts to you to however however you listen to the show. And as always, oh shit, let me get to the ending. Oh, let me get to the ending sound. Yeah, where is it? Where's the fucking ending? My my sound clip. Okay. (laughs) Shit. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. Uh, That's the end of
3: my show. Donk.
1: Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com/safety.
0: Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.